I'm like a super competitive person. And I'm sure I'm going to be very quickly humbled when I get there by by everything going on. But I, I just don't want to lose sight of the whole experience. That sounds kind of cheesy and like I wrote it, wrote it down, but I just want to make sure that I'm I'm taking this as a whole. Welcome to the Practical Horseman podcast, featuring conversations with respected riders, industry leaders and horse care experts. The show is co-hosted by Practical Horseman editors, and our goal is to inform, educate and inspire. I'm Julia Murphy, and this week's episode is with Kaylee Davenport. Kaylee is one of 45 international riders that were selected to compete in the longest and toughest horse race in the world, the Mongol Derby. You might recognize a familiar voice in this episode as well, and that would be Practical Horseman podcast host Jocelyn Pierce. A Mongol Derby veteran herself, Jocelyn spoke with Kaylee about her preparation for the race and then offered some tips from her own experience. For 10 days each August, the Mongol Derby recreates Genghis Khan's legendary postal system from the 13th century. Over the course of 10 days and 1,000 kilometers, riders trace the iconic route by traveling along a massive network of horse stations. At each station, separated by 40 kilometers, riders switch horses and continue on their journey across the Mongolian steppe. Riders must navigate and survive on their own wit and skill while living among the Mongolian herders. This race of historic proportions should not be taken lightly. Kaylee herself has already trained for over a year, both physically and mentally, to withstand the challenge ahead of her. Kaylee had plans to race in the 2021 Mongol Derby, but unfortunately, it was canceled due to COVID-19. But that hasn't slowed her down one bit. Kaylee has continued her tough mental and physical preparation and is looking forward to the race in 2022. In this episode, you'll hear Kaylee explain why exactly she decided to enter the Mongol Derby, how she's preparing, what she's most excited about, and much more. But before we get into that, I'd like to thank the sponsor of this week's podcast, SmartPack, and share their message. Colic can happen to any horse. Protect yourself and your horse with Colicare, SmartPack's free program that provides up to $10,000 in colic surgery reimbursement. Colicare combines SmartPak's best hindgut supplements with preventative care from your veterinarian to help lower your horse's risk of digestive upset. Plus, you get the ultimate peace of mind knowing that you have the financial resources to provide the care your horse deserves, should you ever need it. Visit smartpack.com slash colicare. That's smartpack.com slash C-O-L-I-C-A-R-E or call 1-800-461-8898 to get started today. Now let's jump into the podcast with Kaylee. All right, Kaylee. Well, I think that we actually talked um, back when you first entered the race. So I'm excited to hear how um, how progress is going and how training is going and and all that fun stuff. Yeah, it's great to great to talk to you again for sure. I'm excited. <laughs> so, what made you decide to enter the Mongol Derby in the first place? Well, it's actually a funny story, and it's very appropriate that I'm speaking to you because it was you, actually. So I was in, I work for SmartPak, so I was in the kitchen heating up my lunch, and I was kind of perusing the bulletin board, and I saw a new thank you card, and we get a lot of thank you cards from sponsorships and horse shows and all that. So I took it off, and it was it was a, a woman running through the most beautiful landscape I've ever seen on these little ponies. And I had to take it down. I took it down and I looked at it and it was your thank you card to smart pack. Thanking you for thanking for sponsoring you for the Derby. 
So I went back to my desk and I looked up everything. I'm pretty sure I got nothing done the rest of the day, just looking at all the Mongol Derby stuff. And I was just absolutely enchanted by the whole thing. Um, yeah, it's just amazing and so appropriate that we're speaking. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh, it totally is. I love that. And I love that in some small way I have a part um, in you entering the race. So that's, oh, yeah, 100%. that's such a fun story. <laughs> um, so can you just tell us a little bit about what your riding background is? Do you have any endurance riding experience or had you at this point when you decided to sign up? Sure. Yeah. No, I actually didn't. Um, my endurance experience is still limited, and I think it probably will be up until the Derby. Um, I am from a horsey family. Um, my grandmother and my mom both rode, rode and showed. Um, always had ponies and brood mares and my mom's old show horses at home growing up in the backyard. Um, but I started formally riding around five or six. I did local shows, 4-H, Jim Canna's. Um, I had a wicked fast, crazy barrel horse for a while and qualified for some barrel racing finals. Um, but then I started showing um, the American Quarter Horse Association circuit competitively when I was 12. And that's where I kind of spent the majority of my horsey career. Um, I did the all around events, the pleasure events. Um, so that's where I that's where I call home mostly is the AQHA circuit. Um, I jumped my first jump at college tryouts for an IHSA team, so I kind of stayed in the Hunter Jumper Eck world for a few years through college and after college. Um, and I actually just bought a little cow horse in September. He absolutely stole my heart. So I've been doing the cow um, events and the ranch events with him. That's kind of my new digs. Um, but yeah. Awesome. So very well-rounded, it sounds like. I am... A self-proclaimed discipline hopper for sure. I'm always looking for a new <laughs> challenge. I'm always trying new things. Anything around a horse, I'm I'm game for trying. So since you've um, applied for the Derby, um, how has your life kind of changed? How, has your fitness preparation changed? Your mental preparation changed? Like what what kind of are you doing to prepare for this? Yeah. Great question. It definitely has changed my life. I mean, I think just the fact that I'm doing something like this and it just sparks up conversation with everybody. I'm kind of known as the, oh, that's the girl that's doing the Mongol Derby. And I get into my whole spiel and tell them all about it. And it's awesome. But yeah, for, for physical preparation, I've I've obviously just been riding a ton. Um, not only my horse, but uh, I have some super generous friends that kind of let me hop on their horses. It's all different breeds, all different disciplines, all different temperaments, which is awesome. Um, I also have paired up with a girl that I actually grew up doing AQHA events with, um, Dr. Allie Hartman, who is a physical therapist. Um, so she created like a business program geared specifically to equestrian athletes. And it's just awesome because she's an accomplished equestrian as well. So it's, it's really helpful that she kind of knows what muscles need to be worked and understands the mechanics of a rider. Um, so I've been definitely upping my my fitness out of the saddle, which is something that I hadn't really focused on being a lifelong horse girl team sports were never really in in the agenda for me in high school or anything. So it's really fun to be able to expand my my fitness in preparation for this long, long journey. 
So can you tell us a little bit about what that program's like? Like what kind of exercises are you doing in that program? Yeah, it's it's a ton of stuff, really. It's very well-rounded, um, very, like I said, she's a physical therapist, so it's super safe and kind of well-rounded for all your body parts and getting everything prepared. Lots of squats, lots of um, like uh, endurance um, type stuff, like running and I'm not exactly sure exactly what they're called, but it's like you do a, a ton of different exercises over as fast as you can over a short amount of time. I think AMRAP, AMRAP, I think is what they're called. So just getting you really tired and really working those those muscles that are geared towards equestrians. So a lot that's, of that's really cool. Of sweat. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. That's specifically geared toward equestrians, too, because I feel like um, a lot of people prepare for this race in different ways. And, you know, a lot of people go to the gym or go to CrossFit, but it's really great to have, you know, a competitive equestrian kind of help you tailor a program specific to the muscles you use when you ride. So that's, that's really neat. Yeah. It's, it's really cool for her too. She tells me she does a lot of like, uh, hunter jumpers and more pleasure type people. And it's fun for her to kind of have someone with a goal, like an end date where like, a lot of equestrians, okay, here's show season, it's coming around again this year, whatever, but it's cool though, okay, we have this date, we have to be ready, so it, it's fun to, to work towards that. For sure, and I also um, saw that you've been working with a couple Mongol Derby veterans um, with some endurance riding. Can you tell us a little bit about, about that process and what yeah. that's entailed? Of course. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Stevie and Dylan Dillahunt, they have, um, they have a program with some amazing, they're amazing endurance horses. They um, compete, both competed in the Derby. They've done the Gaucho Derby. They've done Tevis multiple times. They're just like absolutely amazing athletes and individuals. Um, so their boot camps kind of entail three to four days of really, really intense riding, uh, really intense fitness, but also getting into like the mental fitness of everything. Um, I value everything I've learned from them and I'm hoping to go back to ride with them again before, before the Derby. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so huge to have feedback from someone who has actually been there and knows the landscape and knows the horses. So that's, that's so great that you've been preparing with them and I'm sure you're getting a lot of miles under your belt too. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. And yeah, like you said, they, they know it and they've seen so many people go through it. I think one of the most valuable parts of going to those weekends is sitting around the dinner table with them and with equally as cra crazy equestrians and chatting about oh, how many pairs of socks do I need to bring? How should I tie on my kit? Like, it's just a lot of knowledge you wouldn't be able to get elsewhere. What's been some of the valuable advice you've learned from Stevie and Dylan at, at these boot camps you've been going to, whether it's, you know, gear related or horse related or just things they've told you about Mongolia and the horses? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've definitely used the time to to test a lot of gear, not having access to endurance horses or able to go on those long rides where you really do test your kit. Um, so I've definitely used that time for that. Um, a big thing that I've gotten from Stevie in particular is I've never really been much on meditation, I've kind of just gone through through my day to day um, 
maybe even scoffed at it a few times, but part of the derby boot camps that they do is you, you do sit down and you meditate every morning after your workout. And it just really brought things to life. I have a, a funny story. The first day we were there doing the meditation, I'm like, oh, here we go, meditation. I'll try it, whatever. I actually broke down crying and I got so emotional and it was just like really brought everything to light and like how lucky we are to have this experience and how great I'm getting emotional now sorry how great it is to um (laughs) just have the people to support you to do these crazy things so it's I definitely added that to my preparation is I I do take the time to meditate um so that was that's a big thing I've gotten from them yeah that's huge and that's also I think from personal experience a good thing to keep with you while you're riding the race because you know, when things get tough, that's a good, a good place to center yourself and just remember how, you know, how fortunate and what a unique experience it is. So that's, that's really great that you're already, that you're already there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. And even every, everyday riding, it's like, it, I'm looking at it different, like, wow, I'm so lucky to be able to do this and my body's able to let me do this and, and all that. So yeah, for sure. And so, um, the Derby has been postponed. You were supposed to ride um, in the race this year, and uh, it's been postponed until next year due to to COVID, of course. Um, I'm just wondering kind of how you took that news and, you know, if your training plan is going to change and what the next year looks for looks like to you after, you know, preparing preparing for the past year. Yeah, yeah, I was super bummed. I I'd be out there on the step right now. Um so I was bummed for sure, but there are people out there that have been planning to do it since 2018, 2019 that I really feel for that I like I can only imagine how hard it is for them. Um but in terms of my training and kind of how how it's changed, it really hasn't changed much. I I when it did get canceled, I sat down with Dr. Hartman, who I've been working with, and she's like, what do you want to do? You want to take some time off? And I said, no, like, I'm really enjoying this time. And I'm really taking the experience as the preparation, too. Um, So I'm just using this time just to continue the self-improvement and continue riding as much as I can and working on my physical physical fitness. Um, I'm actually, now that I've come to terms with it, I was super bummed, don't get me wrong, but I'm I'm excited to hopefully be able to see more of the country on my travels without any type of COVID or anything going on. So excited to, to enjoy the experience a little bit more than I maybe could have this year. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and so I know for me, at least um, when I signed up and then the whole year before when I was training and just kind of waiting for the Derby, there were, you know, some things that I really obsessed over and things I'm normally a very good sleeper and there are a lot of things that kept me up at night is there anything for you that you you know are most worried about or that you think about a lot or I I know there's a lot of anticipation in general so I'm just wondering kind of how you're feeling about everything yeah yeah and I think that also going back to your last question the time the more time that's happened I've dropped a few of those at this point I'm like okay I just want to get there I just want to get on um, but definitely still have some some worries aside from the stomach issues and the marmot holes and the injuries that I'm sure everyone's worried about. Um, I'm like a super competitive person. 
And I'm sure I'm going to be very quickly humbled when I get there by by everything going on. But I, I just don't want to lose sight of the whole experience. That sounds kind of cheesy and like I wrote it, wrote it down. But I just want to make sure that I'm I'm taking this as a whole and not letting the race aspect of it take over my my mental state. But I think just in me acknowledging that, I think I'm going to be OK. But that would probably be my my one thing I'm worried about. Oh, I 100% agree. Like, I, I think that, um, you know, it's definitely you want to keep it kind of in your in your mind, again, how, you know, obviously, you know, you're fortunate to be there, and you don't want it to pass you by because it goes by so fast when you're on a galloping horse. So that's, that's great that you're already, you know, thinking about that. And that's, that's your biggest worry. That's, that's a great worry to have. And I think, like you said, you saying that means you know, it's, it's not going to be an issue. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess, and maybe this is kind of, you might have even have the same response to this question, but I guess, what are you most excited about? Yeah, yeah, it would be similar to my previous answer, but I think just overall, just being able to ride these awesome creatures and just being completely out of control with nothing I can really do, but just take it and enjoy it. Um, and also just being surrounded in this culture that's just so wrapped around the horse and being an equestrian, it's just going to be a super awesome experience. Um, I also haven't really had the opportunity to travel abroad much in my life, so I'm I'm excited to have this experience. I have a question, if you don't uh -huh. mind chiming in really quick. Yeah. Jocelyn, since you are a Mongol Derby veteran, if you could like give one piece of advice to Kaylee, what would it be? I would have to say that, um, I mean, Kaylee really nailed it on the head um, where she said, you know, to just make sure that you are kind of staying in the moment and not letting the race kind of pass you by. Like, yes, I think all of us that sign up to ride in the Derby have some streak of intense competitiveness or else we wouldn't be there. Um, but to just kind of, yeah, remember why you're there and to take in the culture, to stop for a minute to have, you know, some tea with a herder or, you know, to just just really take it in and get to know the people instead of worrying about, you know, the next the next horse station and then the next horse station. You know, it's it's really easy to get into that mentality and forget that you're in such a unique country that has, you know, such a unique history and culture. So um, I think for sure that would be my biggest piece of advice followed closely by um, to always have a sense of humor because <laughs> that's <laughs> kind of the only thing that's gonna, when things get bad, um, having a sense of humor is going to make things a whole lot better. You really can't dwell on the negative. You just kind of have to let it go and laugh and say, all right, what's next? <laughs> Yeah, for sure. That's great. Thank you. But it sounds like you are doing everything you should be doing to prepare. It sounds like you're in a great mental place. So I have no doubt that you will have a great time and have a great race. Thank you. Yeah, I figured that the 20% of the race you can prepare for, I'm going to try to get all that 20% in there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a great way of looking at it. It sounds like you're in a really great headspace, Kaylee, and physical space. Like you've been training super hard and really preparing yourself mentally. And I'd, like Jocelyn said, we're going to be rooting you on. It's just so exciting for you to be doing this. Yes, thank you so much. It's 
definitely been a life-changing experience already and I'm not even over there yet so (laughs) yeah it's for sure it is like the journey is definitely a big part of it too because you do spend so long doing it you know and then you look back and you're like oh my gosh what do I what do I do now I I know I'm two years (laughs) I'm worried I'm worried about post derby blues I heard it's a real thing (laughs) it is a real thing but you don't have to worry about that just yet (laughs) yeah plenty of time Uh, Kaylee, is there anything that you would like to add or any any shout outs or any plugs or anything like that? If you want people to follow your journey on your Instagram or Facebook or anything like that. Yeah, sure. I, I'll do a few shout outs. Um, definitely thanks to Dr. Allie Hartman of EQ Fit for everything she's done for me. I don't think I'd be nearly as prepared as I am without her. Um, Stevie and Dylan obviously have been a huge part of my journey so far. Um, all my all my derby friends I've already met, um, past, present, and future for sure. Um, and yeah, if you want to follow me, I'm on Instagram at, at mongolderbyk, K-A-Y. Um, yeah, that's, that's my spiel. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, we will definitely be rooting for you and we will be rooting for you in this next year of training and wishing you luck and all the best and can't wait to see how your ride goes. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. And thanks for taking the time with me today, for sure. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this week's episode with Kaylee. And a big thank you to the sponsor of this week's episode, SmartPack. Learn more at smartpack.com slash colicare. You can subscribe to the Practical Horseman podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. While you're there, please rate and review the show. I'm Julia Murphy, and you've been listening to the Practical Horseman Podcast.